I think I just want to just be... gotta get there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Give it a couple years, uh, and then I will be ready emotionally, sexually, and financially. Yeah, you have to hit all the benchmarks. It's those so. three specifically. Mm-hmm. Then you know you're ready mm-hmm. for your hair transformation. Yes. everybody i'm brendan and i'm marissa and welcome to dear queers the show where we answer all of your queer queries welcome back listeners we're sorry this is a little late i think we need to just stop apologizing for that (laughs) you're gonna keep happening the patriarchy tells us we have to apologize and what we really are supposed to do is say thank you instead of i'm sorry so thank you for your patience as our schedule refuses to be anything other than chaotic. Yeah, that feels good. That feels right. But we'll never apologize, so don't ask. Yes, and if you ask, we will tie you to some railroad tracks and just leave you there. Oh, it's going to be like a double threat episode, <laughs> like beginning and the end. Full of threats, like baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're back. We're here. Mm-hmm. We're queer. Mm-hmm. We came to talk to you about something. Uh oh. We don't know. We do know. <laughs> we're gonna tell you soon. But we have. Do we have anything else we need to update about? <laughs> oh, Halloween! Halloween. Should we tell them about our Halloween costume? Uh, <coughs> that was not intended for dramatic effect, but it wound it up being good, that though. way. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Brendan and I went to our Halloween party as uh, Peter Pansexual and Twinkerbell. Which I, well, okay, you came up with the costume idea, but I came up with that pun. You did? Which I had to prove. Yes, okay, but... In my defense, when you said that, I thought you were just, like, making a cute little joke. Like, I didn't know you were proposing that as a twist. I thought it was just you being, like, cutesy. What? <laughs> what? That's, like, I don't even know what to say to that. That's such a Either thing way, you would do, though. Like, if I, let's say. Well, yeah, but then, like, <laughs> so you're basically you're saying because I didn't, like, trademark it that, like. It doesn't. It count. didn't. It no no no. It didn't even it didn't register. register. It didn't register. And th- like okay. it like my brain never processed that as a suggestion. And it was like I've never heard because originally I was like let's do Peter Pan and Tinkerbell, but you be Tinkerbell. Yeah. And yeah. then Emma Kane, listener number one, shout out to Emma Kane, president of our fan Hello. club, um, was like you should be Peter Pan sexual. And I was like, oh, my God. And then Brendan can be Twinkerbell. And then I threw that back to Brendan. And he was like, you stupid bitch. I already said we were going to do this. And I 
had to concede that he had indeed said that. At least there was a paper trail. Otherwise, yeah, it made me feel like... Did like, it make you feel like gaslit? <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, no, this is <laughs> my... came from my beautiful brain, and now mm-hmm. it's being... I'm being told it... Well, I guess, I mean, in a way then you could argue we all came up with it kind of organically. It's just I did it first. Yes. So, but we yes. all got to the same place. We did. And we looked dangerously delicious. And it was mm-hmm. a wild Halloween. I'm just going to mm-hmm. rattle off three anecdotes that happened at this party um, okay. in no particular order. Uh, mm-hmm. One... I fell down the stairs and busted open my knee and, like, skinned it raw. Um, the host did tarot readings that made two people in a row cry. And mm. the host's pet went missing at the end of the party for five days, but then came back. I can vouch for all of these that, that it is all true. And I guess in a way made it a exciting party yeah they were not all none of of those things were good things but i feel like we have a little we have some distance now that we can yeah oh it was interesting interesting do you want to name three facts about the party that are different than my facts i mean those are the best facts about it oh should i try and name three good things that happened that would be a nice little bookend and then i'll show you how my knee is healing and then we'll start the episode okay sounds good (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, three good things. Um, I know one. Oh, I met... Oh. (laughs) Do your three, then you'll see if it's any of the ones I was thinking. Okay. Um, The... I got to meet the the pet that ran away, and it it was very sweet and lovely before it ran away. And then it came back, and there were delicious uh, homemade Halloween cocktails that were very tasty and I won a game of beer pong yes that's the one I was gonna say you beat me a beer pong you won two games of beer pong if I remember correctly I think did we win the second one it was very close also I contributed like nothing to the second game I think I got like one cup so yeah. If we did win, it was, like, not because of me, so. Yeah. But still fun and good, yeah. Yeah. I didn't like losing to you, but I feel like I played a respectable game. Brendan's giving me such <laughs> a pity smile right now. It's so, it is filled with just, like, the look you would give if, like, I don't know, like, a child who butchered their violin recital was like daddy did i do good that was the face i just got i mean could have been worse i got like five how many you got i got like five or six what there's only i got all but one of the ones my team got really yes lizzie only got one lizzie if you're listening to this no shade but that's right yeah lizzie was (laughs) bad like yeah mm-hmm. sorry sorry lizzie <laughs> anyways um look let's at my see knee. the knee yeah yeah okay if it's uh, like any of your other injuries it's gonna take 
two years to heal, probably. <laughs> I don't know if you can oh, really see. You can. It. I, yeah. I'll describe it. So basically, we're looking at a, a human knee. <laughs> <laughs> and it's looking a little like pink still and there's some like scabbies like kind of scabbed yeah this was all pinkness. like raw and then scabbed over the course of last week and then has been like the scab has been breaking off like in the shower you yeah. know as scabs does do. it hurt still or it's just kind of not there? anymore it did hurt um for probably like a week honestly like whenever i bent my knee it was just like the raw skin of it was like painful to be moving. So walking was not super fun. But now we're back in it. Game over. Knee is on the mend. And we'll have to check back in a year from now and see how it's doing. Hopefully the the swelling will have started to go down mm-hmm. by then. Yeah, we can only oh. hope. This has been Injury Report with Marissa and Brendan. Dun, da, da. Oh, speaking of I- injuries, that um, ties into what we're going to be talking about today, which is hair. Because sometimes when you get injured, you'll like scrape this hair off with the skin and then it doesn't grow back for a while. You know, That's it's sort true. of like free a free wax, you could say. When I took the Band-Aid off of my knee, I'm very bad at remembering to shave my knees. It's just like I'll do like below or above, but the knee itself always gets kind of forgotten. And one time when I was pulling the Band-Aid off, boy, did it take some knee hair with it. So, right. good so, transition. Yeah. It was a good um, a good thing. Now you don't have to shave your knee. Hair! <laughs> <laughs> Today we're really focusing on head hair, though. Uh, below yes. the brows is for another time. Another time, yeah. We're talking about the hair on your scalp. As a wise man once said, give me a head with hair, long, beautiful hair, shining, gleaming, silken, flaxen, waxen. Who said that? That would be a character from the musical Hair. All right. Boy, is it time for our first question. (laughs) Read it, read it. Me? Okay. Dear queers, I'm a gay man, and as such, I probably have spent too much of my time obsessing over my looks and how others perceive me. I've recently started going bald, and I'm scared of how this will change how attractive others find me and how attractive I'll find myself, since I've always had a lot of pride over having good hair. I can't afford any expensive treatments, so is there some way I can make this adjustment easier? From... Hair today, gone tomorrow. A, a lot of people are sensitive about their hair, I think, beyond the gay community. Um, mm-hmm. but I would say, in my experience, like, any man losing his hair probably has some big feelings about it. Yeah, yeah, I would be surprised. I mean, if, yeah, if you're someone who's losing their hair... Or has lost their hair and you felt no feelings about it we'd love to know because yeah i think i mean i feel like with any sort of bodily changes as you age like it can be tough to kind of make peace with that you know if you're used to like you know like your skin being a certain way your hair being a certain way you know like body fat distribution like your body is gonna 
have changes that happen over time. It's kind of inevitable. And you can choose to to fight it or go with it. Yeah, no, I think it's hard to to have to like get used to something new like that. And I think particularly for men. I mean, I guess this is true for women losing their hair too. I don't think it, but I think there are many, it is much less of a common thing for women. I think what is particularly challenging about it, everything you just said for sure, like aging, having to adapt, but also the loss of privilege, I think is a piece of it too. Like if you were someone who always had good hair and you never had to think twice about it, you knew that it was something that attracted people to you all of a sudden, this piece that made your life easier is gone forever and there's nothing you can do really to get it back. I think that that is really difficult to have to grapple with. It's not necessarily the same thing as, you know, if you lost all your money and you were suddenly in a lower socioeconomic class or something like that. But in a way, it is a shift from a privileged identity to a less privileged identity. And that, no matter what the cause of it is, really is something that can be hard to reconcile. I agree. Like, you could argue it's it's dramatic enough of a change that, like, people will perceive you differently. Mm-hmm. Like, whether or not we want to admit it, you know, like, if you see someone who's, like, balding, you tend to we tend to equate that to being older. There's just a lot of meaning that we place on that. Mm-hmm. That it's more than... Like, you know, like, at face value... Hair, you have hair all over your body. Everyone has different kinds of hair, but we just like put value on how much of it you have, where it is, like the texture of it, you know, the color. Like we we place a lot of meaning onto hair. We do. We absolutely do. I think it can't be understated. And particularly that can show up, I think we would be remiss if we did not name at least this shows up in very like racialized ways too like Mm -hmm. how we decide who has good hair who has bad hair what does that mean so i think that that is like also for sure an important facet of it and i think at the end of the day with this question i think like you're absolutely right that a lot of importance gets placed on it but even if you were like you know what there's i can't accept this i have to change it I don't know that that even is really going to do what you want it to. Like, listen, look at Elon Musk. You can get hair plugs and it's not going to solve your problems. You're still going to be a pathetic little dork. So, yeah, yeah. um, Not to say our letter writer is a pathetic little dork, but getting (laughs) Elon Musk not being bald anymore did not make him a better man. Yeah, to to kind of like put all your eggs in that basket, it's not going to... Right. Like, necessarily make your life so much better or not. I don't know. Nope. It's just one facet of your identity. So for me, as like a person who I'm not a gay man and you are, and that's who this question is asking you. So really your opinion matters a lot more here than mine does. But I will say for whatever it's worth, as someone who has been attracted to no shortage of gay men and other men, you you just got to shave your head is like really what you got to do here. You just got to go full throw. There's no, don't do, don't do the like hat thing i mean you can but like one of our friends recently was going out with a um, man she met on tinder i believe could have been hinge might have been tinder who was like a professor in his late 40s and in all his profile pictures he's wearing like a little newsboy hat 
Mm. Don't don't be that guy. Like just name your baldness and say this is who I am and grow a nice beard. Well, but not everyone can grow a nice beard though. Is the Get thing. a beard from Party City's bargain <laughs> bin Abraham Lincoln costume selection and paste it on. No, I'm going to refute and say you have to go if if you're you need to go through that sort of like grief process in a way I think sometimes you know it's like mourning acceptance anger denial you know like you might have to go through that journey and that's okay and then you'll get to the other side and however you want to then present yourself whether that means consistently shaving whether you want to be a hat person you can do that you're saying the only two options are you can be a hat person or you can shave your head. You can't pull no, like a George no, no. Costanza is what no, I would no. say. No, I think you can't. If that feels right for you, then do that. Basically, I think what it comes down to is like if you don't feel good and comfortable with your hair situation, it's going to be hard to expect anyone else to. And even if you do feel good about it, there will probably be people who will be judgmental and then those just aren't. The people for you, you know, like you, you basically, you have to get to the place where you can say, I'm okay with what's happening on the top of my head, whatever that means for you. And once you can get there and you can feel like confident about that, if anyone else is going to give you shit about that, that's their problem, not your problem. Boom. That is so much better advice than I gave. Yeah, you you were like, shave it all and buy a beard from parties. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I'm not going to pretend that I don't stand by it, but like, oh. it's not good advice. So I guess just know that if you're going bald and you don't shave and grow a beard, Mar- Marissa will not be. I'm the just one saying, for you. I think like. Oscar Isaac in Ex Machina is a good prototype for this look. You might want to reference mm. it. And yeah. and if you don't want to, that's fine. And Brendan is right that obviously, like, <laughs> feeling good about yourself is the best way to go. <laughs> so listen to him and not to me. Yeah. And, I mean, also uh, other options, too. I've been seeing this a lot on tiktok for some reason it like people using toupees or like hair pieces and kind of like blending that more naturally yeah like there's a lot of different or just like full wave gotta you know like whatever mm-hmm. i mean this the question uh asker stated that they like can't really afford to do like hair plugs or anything surgical right. like that which is obviously an option but probably the priciest option out of all of those options so mm-hmm. but um, <coughs> i mean if that's something that you feel very strongly about you know and you it becomes a priority where you want to like try and save for that that's obviously can be an option if financially it makes sense so there's options yes i would but. also say to the piece of the question of like both like how will this change how people find me how will this change i've like Mm. always had really good hair i've taken a lot of pride in it i would say 
Find something to replace that with. Okay, so your hair is not going to be like the thing on your shelf of trophies anymore for what like lures in partners. What else do you like about yourself? I think in general, if we only have like one thing that we really like about ourselves, that's dangerous territory because everything is ephemeral and could go away at a moment's notice. So like really take a good look, like get naked, stand in front of a full length mirror, go from like head to toe and really get a clear sense of what are the attributes I really like about myself? What are ways that I could bring those out in myself that I could really anchor and ground in like, this is what I love about my eyes or my jawline or my nipples. Like, what is the <laughs> thing that really, you know, makes you feel good about yourself? Have more than one. Remind yourself of it often. No, that's so true. Because it's like for everyone, like, even if it's not your hair, mm -hmm. it's going to be something else. Like, we cannot, unless you are insanely wealthy, like, continually nip and tuck things um, to how you want them to be. I think it's good practice being okay with different signs of aging. Did we answer? Did it, Was that helpful? I think it's time to move on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. your, hair, your hair will be... You'll, you'll, you'll make it through. You'll make You're it more through. than your hair. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Trademark. <laughs> uh, I also think it's funny, just as a side note, Brendan and I both have what I would describe as like pretty luscious hair. Uh, yeah. And also we have like, Go oh, ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. No, I was going to say, yeah, you're right. <laughs> We're not like <laughs> in a position to be like, we've experienced this, so. Oh, I was not going there with it, although that's better than where I was going with it. Where were you going? I was just going to note that, like, ironically, both of us, like, wore our hair up today instead of letting it flow oh. like a mane down around our shoulders. Oh, here he goes, ladies and germs. It's like, my hair's very, like, oily right now, so. That's why my hair is up, because it needs yeah. to be washed. Yeah, same, but mm -hmm. it's there. There mm -hmm. it is. Brendan's right. hair is, um, when he takes it down, he's really rocking, like, the Jesus Christ look. It's the the beard with it, too, I think. Right, right. The that. whole look yeah. all together is, like, you could totally play Jesus in, like, a low-budget movie. Why low-budget? <laughs> well, Excuse me? You can't act. Uh, but that's their problem, not mine. Right, they're, they're only going to get what they pay for which is a lot of money because i won't do it for less sure well and and don't forget they're not asking you to do any nudity you're saying that would cost more yeah like they're not they don't need you to take your dick out well i'd hope not i Why mean would you don't jesus do that <laughs> i mean we all have our kinks jesus is I almost said, Jesus is no saint, but some people, I think, <laughs> like, is. This should maybe all get caught. I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's fine. <laughs> all right, Brendan, would you like to ask the next question? Yes, I would. Here I go. <laughs> 
All right. Dear queers, I identify as a queer woman, but until now I have felt more comfortable presenting as cis as possible. I think I'm at a point where I would like my appearance to reflect my identity more, and I was thinking of starting with my hair. Currently, my hair is at my waist, and I've never cut it super short before or dyed it. I would like to try something dramatic, but I'm nervous. Any thoughts? From Cut or Uncut. I feel like this is a classically gay dilemma of like, what do I do with my hair and how do I make it reflect my identity? Yeah. I mean, it kind of comes back to like what we were talking about in the last question a little bit of like how much kind of identity and importance we place on our hair, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I feel like we both kind of went through this. Absolutely. You know, where it's like you kind of want to outwardly reflect with your hair your new queerness and have Mm -hmm. that be an outward indicator to people, but Mm -hmm. then trying to decide, okay, what does that look like for me? Brendan, do you want to share a little bit of like your gay hair journey? My gay hair journey? Sure. I came out of the closet uh, towards the end of high school. And then I feel like I just kind of did very clean cut kind of, hair situation for a while after that. You know, I didn't really do anything crazy. But then it was the summer before I was going to start grad school. I had a moment where I was like, oh, I'm moving to LA. I'm queer. I'm here. I need to do something dramatic with my hair. And I did the very stereotypical, let's cut it and bleach it to hell. So that happened. Marissa was present for the transformation. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked because they have to tone it. it takes a long a long time, which anyone knows who has not super light hair and tried to bleach their hair, um, like hours of bleaching, and then you have to tone it. So it was a process. Know, I'm glad I did it. I would not do it again. For mm-hmm. multiple reasons, but mm-hmm. I feel like it was an important um, moment. It felt necessary at the time. I felt like I, I need to do this. Yeah, like the texture. It, it takes a lot of work to maintain bleached hair, which I was not kind of willing to do, I think. so. <laughs> That's um, such a classic Brendan move, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. So, and then fast forward to pandemic times I I so after that I kind of kind of basically went back to what the pair situation was before and then pandemic times I was like oh you know what I've always wanted to try like growing my hair out a bit see what that looks like feels like so I did it because it was a good time not not a good time to be getting haircuts a good time to not be getting haircuts so I said let's go and I grew my hair out which is kind of the situation now and I'm still enjoying and yeah that's my that's my hair journey started going gray a little bit the past couple years which has been interesting so that's I guess part of the hair journey a little bit as well yes you are well on your way to like silver fox status you're gonna you're gonna pull off gray I think really beautifully I hope so but yeah, that's where we're at. Tell us about your hair journey. 
So I would say most of my life I wore it pretty long, like high school, mm. college. It was probably like, I don't know, like like well below my shoulders, probably like, you know, like long hair, normal white girl long hair. And then I came out at the end of college, at least to myself. And then pretty soon after that, maybe like about a year later, chopped it into the bye bob, which is a... Uh, very, very common haircut for us bisexuals. It's not a full-on actual bob. It's like a like a shoulder-length longer bob is like the classic bi-girl cut. And have kept it at that length since. The, the other big thing I did was when I went to grad school, I went to a new hairdresser who was a lovely queer gal named Jess. Shout out to Jess. She's the best if you're ever in St. Louis. I would say go get your hair cut by her. But like her wait list is six months long because she's so good. So like you can't. Jesus. Um, she's amazing. Oh, I love her so much. Um, I went to her and I said, I want my hair to look queer. I really want to give off like harder queer vibes because I'm pretty femme presenting. No one really knows I'm not straight. I don't really think I want an undercut. I'm open to anything else. What should I do? And she goes, I think you should get an undercut. And I said, okay. And then I got an undercut <laughs> and had that from 2017 or 18, can't remember which, through 2018. Had it 2018 through 2021, mostly. When the pandemic came, I had to like buy my own pair of like electric razors and had my mom, who I was like bubbling with, like trim my undercut every six weeks. It was such an ordeal. Mm. Boy, did we go through it last summer i was like you know what i think i'm ready to start growing it out i knew it was gonna be a really long process it took over a year um and i was like i'm i was like we're still not out of covid yet i think there's another covid winter coming i should really take advantage of this to have my hair do some gnarly fucking shit um and it was pretty rough for a while there but now we're back to just like a normal bye bob and i do i miss some things about the undercut, I don't miss the maintenance. I don't miss that horrific grow. I would not do it again, specifically because the grow out was so bad. So I kind of want to, like, I'm I'm kind of feeling this letter writer. I'd like to do something a little dramatic and gay with my hair. But it feels kind of like options are limited unless you're really willing to be, like, pretty bold. And I don't know that I am. But our letter writer seems more inclined to be. So I have some, I think we can come up with some ideas for her. I feel like what you were saying about, you know, like you kind of went to this person and said, like, here's kind of what I'm thinking or what I'm comfortable with. Like, do you have any ideas? Because sometimes, like, obviously, we're not hairstylists professionally. Nope. So not. we don't. Well, I cut Barbie hair when I was younger and I like to think I was. But yeah, that gives you like a know. like a license. I'm a Barbie. I'm a. Uh, licensed Barbie hairstylist, but not for Understood. human hair. Got it. Yet. Got it. Okay. I think sometimes that can be like a good route to like just be like, do you have do you have any ideas? Like person who like knows a lot about hair. Yes. Like because sometimes too, like based on your hair texture, sometimes certain mm -hmm. cuts mm -hmm. will look different. Right. You like know, your face shape. I've, like they yeah. know how to. I'm a big believer in like. Ask the person whose job it is to know things what you should do. Like, I'm always that person who, like, when I go yes. to a restaurant, I'm like, server, what do you think is good here? So, like... It's my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
but yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. the if you don't know, don't pretend. You don't have to, to figure like, it all out yourself. Yeah, like that's their job is to like help you because that's they know. Yeah. Yes. If we had to, th- I mean, like, well, what? So okay. Yes. Oh, so yes. you're you're saying you are thinking of you want to do something something. I mean, I don't think just... I don't I feel I don't really know what to do because like I've definitely toyed around with probably for years now. Like, what if I cut it all off? What if I went pixie? But yeah. Which is certainly an option this letter writer could take. I would encourage her, if she's had really long hair forever, I would say maybe cut it like shoulder length first because Mm. it's still a dramatic change, but it's one that's a lot easier to grow out than a pixie. So you can get us that. It's sort of like you're titrating a little bit. Like try that. See how it feels. You're dipping your toes in the water. And then if you're like, oh, I like this or oh, I want it even shorter than you know. But if you hate it, then it's not nearly as laborious of a process to get rid of it. To go from like very long hair to like no hair in one swoop is can be dramatic. I feel like I didn't yes. get there's always videos of like people like with really long hair and like they get it cut really short and they're like crying and I feel like I never understood that. But now having like grow seen how long it takes to grow hair of a certain length and like, oh okay. It's right. like you're losing part of yourself almost yeah yes, especially right. if it's like that's the way your hair has been for so long yeah for sure some of it is absolutely part of your identity but also some of it is the knowledge of like if i want to get this back it is yeah. not happening tomorrow it's not even happening maybe a year from now it might be like years of my life before i can have this piece that is integral to my identity back okay so that said i am also someone who is pretty risk averse our letter writer might not be that. And it she might feel like it's more important to me to have my hair match my gender expression than it is to minimize risk. And that's super valid. So if you want to chop it, it does grow back. It is not permanent. Yes. I mean, that's the way I like to think about hair as someone with a lot of it. Like anything that you do is not going to be like a permanent thing like even if it you don't love it mm-hmm. it'll grow it'll change you know you can do different things with it as it's growing yeah I also think if this person is like really interested in a change but is maybe a little too scared for a big cut dyeing it is absolutely an option like a funky yeah. color like go blue go purple you don't even have to do like the whole head the same color you could do like undertones you could do like a balayage thing you've never experimented with color well that's not true when i was in middle school oh i got chunky blonde highlights in the way that in 2004 everyone was and it looked at the time i thought good and now i don't think that but it was an in thing at the time oh yeah it was very a la mode but like, because I don't think anyone who did that would look back now and be like, hot, 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 love, love it still. No, it was a horrible, horrible trend. Yeah. But I, I, my parents wouldn't let me do that. I like wanted to at the time or get like frosted tips or something like that. And I was not allowed to, which is probably why I had to do, go like fully Yes, dramatic. they didn't let you purge it from your system when you were like prepubescent. So you had to do yeah. it as an adult. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, color's fun. I don't know. It's Yeah. It can would, be expensive, but That's the so. honestly the main reason I haven't I would totally if I had like 
enough disposable cash that I wouldn't blink at throwing away like I don't know I'm assuming it's like a couple hundred bucks per session Mm -hmm. like I would probably do maybe like purple like (sighs) undertones balayage sort of thing I think that's probably what I would do I think you should at some point. I think it would be. I think I will cool. eventually. I think I just want to just be. Just got to get there. Yeah. 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 Give it a couple years. Uh, and then I will be ready emotionally, sexually, and financially. Yeah. You have to hit all the benchmarks. It's those so. three specifically. Mm-hmm. Then you know you're ready mm-hmm. for your hair transformation. Yes. But our letter writer, I really think they should go for it. I don't think they'll regret it. I like, yeah. it's like neither of us regret our gay hair choices. Um, no. It's, I think for us, both of us, it sounds like the main thing of like why we wouldn't do it again is just like, it was a bitch to deal with. Main, yeah. Mainly, it's mainly a maintenance thing yes. and like a, when you're trying to like transition out of it yes. can be tricky, you know? Yes. But I certainly, I don't know about you, I really miss having a way to, like, visibly signal other than my nose ring that I'm gay. Like, that was a really, I really liked being able to just, like, I would, like, put my hair up like it is now, but the back like, would be totally shaved. Love, and it was like, look at me, fellow dad. I like a pussy. Right? That's what it said. That was what was shaved that into was what the was back shaved. as well. I just, that made me, I did used to do, like, designs in it for a while. Yeah. That was yeah. fun. I forgot I used to do that when I was like pre-pandemic. Like yeah, I would have them. I would usually do like some like geometric like grid lines. It was, I thought, mm. pretty sick. I think so. I liked it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so like it should be back then. fun. Yes. <laughs> lost your edge. I lost my edge. We should both just do something crazy. How Would you many do if, if we times if, do I have to ask you to get a tattoo with me? How many Well, I told you to think to of something. You well, haven't thought of anything. Okay, what are we okay, getting? listeners, send us your ideas for what like shared oh, tattoo God. Brendan and I should get. I don't neither of us have any tattoos. We're both willing to dip our toes into the pond, but we like don't have any really good ideas and don't want to do just something on a whim. Send yeah. us your ideas. We want it to be meaningful. Yes. So, like, we don't want a tattoo that says, like, eat ass. <laughs> yeah, probably not that. Mm-hmm. I would, there for sure are people who have that, but, like, on their, like, butt cheeks. Like, one butt eat, the other yeah. one ass. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, like, dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> Would you get that? No. How no. much? Okay. Oh, I'm How much to get... money? Yeah. To do that? Yeah. Um, I do it for five hundred thousand. Keep in mind, though, you never really see your own butt cheeks. Yeah, but I just like wouldn't feel good about myself, you know. <laughs> and that like, and that that requires more financial compensation, you know, like therapy to offset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I hear you. Okay. What would you, what, what's your number? For eat ass on my yeah. butt cheeks? No, 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 dinner time. I'm sorry, dur- dinner time, dinner time. <laughs> Ooh, I think it actually might be higher. I think it might be higher. like, a mi- I think it would be a million and I'll tell you why. Um, okay. 
Brendan is in a committed partnership. I am not. <laughs> so I would have to explain uh. <laughs> this to every new sexual partner. And I feel I, like mm-hmm. people would be into it, though. I feel like it would be like a sure. really good conversation piece. And like it would be like kind of hot and like fun. Yeah. But also the thing is, is it would give a direction that I don't want followed. Mm, fair point. Mm-hmm. I guess we're, yeah, we're learning about your sexual <laughs> proclivities and as well. Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm fine. You know, I feel actually I feel okay telling the world that like I'm not really big into having my ass eaten. You know what? No, your mom listens to this sometimes. You got to cut that. You got to cut that. You yes, can't put it out there. <laughs> well, okay, what if let's say we move the tattoo to your front side? How does that change things? <laughs> no comments. Just say more or less money. Well, but where it's on my vulva? No, like kind of like a like a like a muff tattoo. <laughs> that's more money because I, that's such a different part of my body. You're asking me like more what? painful for sure. That's yes. definitely more. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> We're really, we really took a tangent here. <laughs> yep. I think with, I think that's a great note. Have fun. Have fun with your hair. Yeah. Do what Live makes you up. feel good. Yeah. Bottom line. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, with that, thank you again for tuning in. And please keep sending us questions to dear.queers on Instagram.com. Uh, dearqueers.gay or email us at dearqueers.pod at gmail.com you can subscribe to us on our site anchor.fm slash dearqueers and rate give us a rating on apple podcast that sounds good yeah I think so and if you don't it's my turn, right? Yep, yeah. it's your turn. Yeah, yeah, it's my turn. Okay, if you mm-hmm. don't do any of those options, we will have no choice um, other than taking you to a tattoo parlor <laughs> and giving you the dinner time tattoo on Ooh. both sides. Ooh. It's going to be butt. And front, mm-hmm. front butt and back butt, all the butts, and but we're gonna do it slow. So like we'll do it one letter at a time, one day at a time. So like each day that you refuse, you'll get like another letter until you do what you were asked to do. That's that's it. That's no notes. Yeah. Yep. And if you, for some reason, if you actually want that tattoo and we're doing you a favor, then we're going to instead do the same tattoo on your, all your family members' butts instead. So there you have it. That's it. Yeah. Yep. So you know what you have to do? Yeah. We've told you. So. Yep. Get to it. Get to it. Don't tattoo it. Exactly. But 
do hair things with your hair if you want to or don't but do it <laughs> goodbye <laughs>